Um, I would love if Charlie just decided to come back and like shot him in the back. <laughs> that would be so good. Because again, he's like, no, 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 this is my, this is, I'm their villain. I'm the villain. No, it's me. <laughs> it's my we story. Do, we do this dance. <laughs> you don't even know their names. <laughs> you bitch. I covered up their murder that I was supposed to do and then didn't. <laughs> and then we'll do now. But we'll do now. <laughs> and they're like, oh, come on, Charlie. <laughs> He's like, I promise, I anyway. swear. And they're like, that's what we were missing. For the millionth time this episode, <laughs> I miss Charlie Rampart. Welcome to The Good, The Bad, and The Batch. I'm Julia. And I'm Becca. We're best friends and lifelong Star Wars fans, and this is a Star Wars The Bad Batch fan cast. And this time we're reviewing episode 14, Tipping Point. This episode... This uh, felt like it was going a million miles an hour. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Which, again, per what we've (laughs) talked about... In the last couple of episodes, is that like there wasn't an option for the, this episode to not to feel that way, not yeah. go that direction? No, which I is was like fully anticipating it. I will say it kind of got a little spoiled for 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 us. Yeah, for in sure. that I knew Echo came back, and I knew that Crosshair. Or no, I don't think I remembered Crosshair, but I knew that Hauser was in it. Which to be fair, he's only in it for like. Two I seconds. didn't know that crosshair was going to be in this episode and then the thumbnail though has him in it yeah Yeah, there was like a lot of just like random like there's a lot of characters in this episode like that got spoiled for us there's a yeah and to be fair like it wasn't like it's not like it impacted the viewing of the episode no but i think i would have been a little more excited about hauser if i hadn't have known sure uh but i don't know i i don't know how i feel about this episode again it's like a fun time like it's an interesting it's not ever boring it's not it's a it is a displeasurable to watch transitional episode but though. yeah i think i think it's just kind of i don't know yeah it is extremely transitional which they like, had to have a lot of things happen so yeah. we can set up the season finale which i'm very excited for and i think they set it up pretty well but it, it just felt like okay we did this we're moving on to the next part of this and i feel like we didn't get I was hoping we would flesh out Pabu just a skosh more. Yeah. Um, and we didn't really get that. Um, like, again, you brought this up last episode where they immediately were like, yeah, this is where we store all of our treasures. And then we never, <laughs> never touched it again. I mean, to be fair, we might touch it later. But I'm like, assuming the next episode is also going to be on Pabu, at least partially. I'm I'm really surprised that they were like, I don't know if we're going to stay here permanently or not. And then, like, they obviously get this, like... Uh, notification for Crosshair that the Empire is after them. Yeah. So, like, it's probably not the best idea. But, like, I don't know. I, like, other than having um kind of a paradise place to, like, entice them, I don't know why Pabu was brought into this. Also, we don't see Fee at all in this episode. I don't know where she went. Yeah. Um. Why don't we jump into the sort of points of this if we can? <laughs> I'm sure this is going to be another, like, let's talk about where this lies sort of in the bigger context of things like the last episode. But uh, there's kind of, like, I would say a couple different, like, chunks or perspectives we're getting where like we have mm-hmm. this initial scene that yeah. is we're, we're seeing what echo is up to <gasps> which by the way rex is not in this part at no, all he's not any of the sort of storyline we see with like rex and the sort of like clones re- rebellion force here rex is nowhere to be found which i find interesting yeah i mean it, i think it makes sense that like echo's capable and he's worked with rex so rex is like i know what you can handle so i know you can take your own squad sure. and go um, I just think it's interesting because it's it. This episode is uh, felt so much like, ev- like everyone is everyone is here. <laughs> everyone's, everyone's invited except for Rex. I guess yeah. Rex couldn't make it. Uh, yeah, it was. I feel like it could have. I mean, there was a lot of people in this episode, and I feel like there's always kind of a slippery slope. Like it's fun to see everybody, but yeah. also like if you have so many people, you can't really get everyone to have the the like screen time that you want them to have. Um, but it, I think it would be a really interesting like. Uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Contrast between like Echo with Rex and then Echo with Pabu with Pabu with Pabu <laughs> on Pabu with the boys and stuff. I don't know. I think this show like thrives on contrasts like that, yeah. and I don't feel like we've seen that much here in this episode or or previous episodes. Yeah, I okay. So this first part I really like. So we're getting to see what Echo has been up to since he left the batch, and we're getting to see other clones, including Gregor, who we last saw in the like 
a precursor episode to essentially the this episode of the last season we saw yeah. him in war mantle right yeah uh, and then we never saw him again which we did talk about in our coverage of the season finale which, stay with me so much so that i forgot that we don't see him and i was like yeah no we get a scene of him after mandela affected yourself well it's just because you just yeah. yourself into <laughs> thinking myself into thinking that we see gregor again like hanging out with sid no nope. like, no that's just a dumb thing that we said yeah because we were talking about how we're surprised that there wasn't a scene with him anyway yeah. so this is now the scene that we get with him yeah uh an entire season later which is yeah so he and echo and some other clones are rescuing uh arrested clones clone <laughs> dissidents i almost called him hosier it's Hauser. hosier it's hosier but yeah, a clone. andrew is here andrew. He, he's a clone if you didn't know and he was arrested <laughs> um sorry andrew um <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> Um, but they are doing this sort of like space rescue mission, mm-hmm. uh, and w- one of the clones happens to be Hauser, right? Uh, so this part, did you have any thoughts on this part? I like it. I love starting on action. Um, I, like I said, I, I liked the opening of last week's episode yeah, as well. Same. I was thinking about that during um, this episode. I, I think opening on action is always a really great start. Um, I, I don't know. I feel like when we left out the last episode, we needed some kind of conflict, like, not deep conflict but just like some sort of interpersonal conflict. yeah so i i wouldn't have been annoyed if this episode had started on pabu and then we had like got gone to this part like in the next bit um i don't know just to have some of this contrast or like this feeling of like oh these two storylines are going to meet very soon here's what's happening in each of them a little more back and forth i think i would have liked but i mean this did its job it's like setting up that this is what echo is doing uh now and uh, of course hauser is here um and like we introduced the plot point of that like we they want to know where this transport is going because it seems that they've been watching these and they've been going somewhere and not coming back or like where are they taking these clones because it, it comes out later that echo and his crew are basically like and, and rex too are like trying to rescue clones when they can um so they, they we haven't gotten to like a full-fledged obviously uh rebellion at this point but like it kind of starts here like this is like the the first part of that and then like they're kind of trying to get the rest of their brothers out yeah for sure uh it's it's hard because again like like we talked about in last week's episode i really loved this like intro part and i felt like the the pacing was like really fun and like tense but like i don't know i liked i liked that it felt kind of chaotic it felt like it was lending the scene a lot and it was like oh wow this is really interesting like again i agree with you i think maybe we could have like set this up with pabu and maybe had this part shuffled down later in the episode someplace i'm just such like a fan of the contrast between like i I love the idea that the batch is like we're looking things are looking up and like we might stay here and like it's really great and like we're sipping mai tais on a beach and then like (laughs) echo is breaking prison breaking people like i think that's really fun and like it sets a lot of stuff up but wish and i'm just like a, a big sucker for this and again i know i all the time and the person that touts like oh we shouldn't play things for humor like all the time but not like, all the time i think it could have been but a good so dose of funny if yeah we had the like idyllic pabu intro and then you know we smash cut to just like immediate peril and like echo and this crew like we're doing a rescue mission yeah like i almost don't think we really needed this little part at the beginning of that scene where we're seeing the clones be let out to a ship like that just like because we you've established thus far for in the other than like hey it's hauser um I don't know either because like we've established that the empire does not like clones not doing yeah. what they're fucking told. Yeah. We know this. Here's like, the only thing that I can think of. But again, in this episode, we haven't seen a, an understanding for it yet is that we do see some of those birds again or a similar bird. And as I said during the episode, the bird symbol is so bird or something. Bird, <laughs> bird like is so symbol. <laughs> no, I mean, it, it was a great um like beginning shot. Yeah, I think. I, I think. But I do this all the time or we do this all the time it's just like the like what shuffle if we shuffled the pieces if we, around if you could shuffle like, the pieces around what would you do yeah i yeah. and i feel like because i really <laughs> love could change your fate would you <laughs> <laughs> i really love the 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 like playing contrast as he said like the show does really well of like we are living a perfect life but then remember like one <laughs> yeah. of our members is doing something really insane yeah. and then like the conversation that echo and hunter have later where hunter is like kind of in his own way questioning echo's choices could be 
you know, maybe a little bit different. And you could have even had it backwards where, like, we start off where the way we do with uh, Echo breaking, prison breaking them out, and then we smash cut to them having a great time. But the next scene is, is on Wayland. Um, I keep on forgetting Mount Tantus. That, that. Okay, first of all, I can <laughs> Wayland. I'm sorry. It's, I only re, I only remembered it because I'm looking at it. On I the know. Wiki I'm right just now. seeing it too. I forgot that this planet was called, called Wayland. Wayland. <laughs> just a person's <laughs> name. Yeah, Mount Tantus. Mount Tantus has a, a vibe about it. That's yeah, like, it has oh, a sort okay. of mythological yeah. element to it. Sure. Uh, but yeah, so we cut from it's just like action point after action point after action point for a little bit um because I, so let's talk about this we, yeah. we see hemlock again well we open right with crosshair being a mixed sad boy in his prison cell yeah and obviously like as we establish in i think it's metamorphosis that hemlock is trying to find omega to try to get um <laughs> say to do something oh yeah I again that, we're like- unclear on the like goal that he has other than being weird and creepy yeah, fully um, weird and creepy. Gets weirder and creepier in this gets episode. Gets weirder and Honestly, I like I like it. Like I'm glad. It's because it's a it's a, a um, <laughs> it's a little different from uh, He's Rampart. He's playing it so different than Charlie Rampart. Like Charlie Rampart is creepy in the like a uh, I'm a white man with power way. I'm a Nazi way. Yeah, yeah. and this guy is creepy because he's like creepy. Yeah, this guy is like <laughs> way too into like. I'm like, I mean, we see later, he's like, my own poison, you know, like, it's just, why are you doing sort of like a, like a Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde sort of like weird science? Like if it wasn't a serious scene, I'd be like, this is a caricature. (laughs) And again, I feel like I like Charles, I almost said liked Charles. (laughs) Maybe, he might be, we don't know where he is, there's no, not, not seen nor heard of him. Where is he? Schrodinger's Charles. (laughs) Um, if we don't look in the jail cell, he's still alive in the jail <laughs> we'll cell. We'll never know if he's alive or dead. It's fine. We can hold on to hope. Anyway, so this guy, yes. His name is Hemlock. Like, he's just his such a... Royce Hemlock. Royce is also a challenging name. But yeah, we see um, Crosshair here. Uh, and last time we saw him, he, he was just waking up in this mm, facility. Yep. And he was uh, talking to Emery, I believe. She was the one kind of attending to him. In, she, I don't know. They, he, she was being weird. But yeah, they're, I don't know, they're kind of trying to bait him into tracking down the batch. Um, and he genuinely, I don't think, knows where they yeah. are at all. Like, we, if he wanted to, he could probably try to track them down. Yeah, but and he's I just guess like, that's you know what? The point. I'm not gonna. Yeah, so I love that because we were talking about that when we were watching the episode when this came up where he's like, oh, you're gonna tell me where the batch is. And Crosshair was like, I don't know. And I'm like, does he even know about Sid? He I don't doesn't think even he know does. about Sid. He doesn't know anything about them. Because I know like a couple of episodes ago or in the since the mid season yeah. when the entire time we have been speculating that like, you know, the, all of these people who know the batch are gonna potentially betray them and point yeah. them in a certain direction. Mm-hmm. But like, he doesn't even know Sid. So Sid at the moment does not have the opportunity to portray them. No, um, until the Empire figures out where Sid is or until Crosshair decides he wants to uh, do whatever the Empire says, which d- it doesn't seem likely at this point. Um, Sid is has the information, but she's not in a place where she can use that but no. i'm sure that will change at some point yeah uh this was an interesting scene but again i i it, hemlock does say like oh but you know how they think so like you can find them uh yeah which i'm like that's fair you know mm-hmm. I, I i get the understanding but yeah it's interesting that he sort of like sticks to his guns and he's just like no i'm not gonna fucking help you <laughs> i felt like this scene with the to- with the uh torture and whatnot was a, just a skosh gratuitous uh, maybe not gratuitous but like i don't know like we know the empire we know what's up with them and it's not like crosshair knows like it's not like he was holding back information like he does know something about them they're literally just trying to strong harm strong arm him into looking for them basically yeah i don't know i feel like it would have been a little more high stakes if he knew about sid or he knew i don't know how to find omega specifically or something like i don't know what are your thoughts on this yeah i I guess I kind of had a similar like thought process during this scene too, where like, it's actually kind of interesting to me that like the first scene, cause we kind of get two of these right with crosshair yeah. in this like room. Um, the first time uh, he's sort of like, we can't see his face right when they're sort of like torturing him or whatever. I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, cause it's like a general audience's show. You it does, probably it does look like the robot is giving him a wet willy a little bit. <laughs> That's sort of the worst type of torture that they can come up with as the empire. They're kind of uncreative. They're, they're um, really gross though. Yeah. They're kind of gross and immature. Yeah. Um, <laughs> bunch of frat boys, bunch of frat boys who are Nazis. I guess this isn't actually that 
far off. No. But yeah, so I, I don't know. It just like, yeah, it's it's challenging to me too because like we know that he doesn't really know anything. And again, I guess adding the line of like, but I know, but you, I know that you know how to find them yeah. is what is kind of the point of it. Yeah, I guess it's but more like, so that like Crosshair is kind of sticking to his guns and has fully kind of betrayed the empire now he's like you know what no yeah i'm done no like i just it just feels like this guy just wants to torture people yeah which, is like the only thing so i guess this scene is doing <laughs> two like, things it like, is doubling down on the fact that dr hem voice hemlock nastyman is <laughs> is a sick fuck and then also um not that, here to yuck your yum not but this particular yum, but guy he's gross yeah. um he's a great villain so far yeah. i mean you know as much of a great villain you can be with you without being Charlie Rampart. Yeah. Um, Rip. I was so much in the arms forward of to the him. angel. <laughs> looking forward to him fucking losing his shit I and becoming know. unhinged. I guess we might still, still get it. We might. There's still time. But yeah, and then also Crosshair basically being like, you know what? I'm I'm chill with the patch now. I'm not gonna reveal their secrets. Even when yeah, uh, confronted with like, oh, I'll I'll give you your freedom. Which like, how much can you trust that? First of all, you know. Yeah, for sure. I I don't know. I find this fascinating because again, like the the crosshair episode we got was so solid and so poignant that I'm like I had no questions after that about his sort of like loyalties. I'm like, okay, yeah. yeah, he fucking hates the empire. But like with this, it kind of felt like I guess to use your word gratuitous or just kind of like unnecessary in a way. Like I kind of knew. I guess like the point was like, oh, now not only is he defying the empire, he's also like defending the batch. Like now it's kind yeah, of like true. another step. But I feel like it, it didn't always need to. Be, I don't know. I almost feel like we didn't need two scenes with him. Exactly. I think that's. I think that's what's sticking in my mind about it. Because listen, we've already established that this doctor is creepy, so we don't need to be doing that. We've already established that Crosshair doesn't like the Empire. We don't need to be doing that. Yeah. Um. I'm I'm struggling to figure out what happens in this scene that like furthers the plot, other than realizing that they know that Crosshair knows something about Omega because they're not. They don't have any more information than they did when they started this, right? Like, they don't know where Omega is. It's, Crosshair hasn't given them anything, you know, willingly or unwillingly. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. It's it's a little bit... Um, and then... It felt a little pandering, just a yeah. skosh. And then at the end of this, right, is when that other person whose name is Scalder comes in and was like, oh, by the way, like, our transport ship has been, you know... Like, I would have preferred attacked. maybe a scene sans Crosshair yeah, or, like, exactly. even just, like, a little bit with him, but then it quickly transitions just to, like, Scalder and Hemlock talking about this transport ship, and he's just like, well, they can't know because of XYZ we're doing here or something. Because yeah. yeah, yeah. we still don't know what exactly they are, are up to, up to yeah. or like what their kind of end goal is and like i and, and which they don't need to come out and spill all of the beans yeah you know <laughs> expositionally they can show us over time but it's i want just, a hint i want a little bit yeah like, exactly i want to know how like, bad this would be if they got exactly the batch here right it's just so challenging too because like at, at this point it's like they don't even really care about like using omega for whatever experiments no. it's like we just want her for leverage yeah because we need nala say which i'm sure if they got her they would be like well since she's here yeah but it's like it's but hard because like with the stuff with the zillow beast the little baby zillow beast I like actually completely forgot about yeah that. it's like but they just kind of va like vaguely hinted at it. it's like oh we're doing genetic experiments and they want to use its sort of like ability to change or something to i don't know they want to harness that somehow yeah but like that's not uh, it's I not feel like for very a, clear <laughs> it's not clear and then i feel like as a motive of like we want to develop like a an armor or something because i think that's what the files that they found when mm. they were in that episode that zillow beast episode um said like that's not that um i don't know there's not an urgency in that it's like okay yeah i mean it would be bad if you guys had like kind of unshootable armor but also like it's not like we want to create a giant mechanical zillow beast that's going to like yeah i and, don't know and not to be i, I guess this is like a, a great point i don't know how this what what their actual experimentation is going to be about yeah, i'm assuming exactly. it has something with like super soldiering people or something probably um, but i mean we haven't gotten that at all like yeah we're left to but, completely speculate so i have beef with like too many tie-ins in these shows yeah. right like cough cough mandalorian 
um i think what you want about that show enjoy that show all you want i just have beef with it but Uh like you know it would be different if like they had hinted for example in these episodes of like we're doing all this stuff not that the pieces connect this way like oh but we're gonna like it's for the death star or whatever you know like something that carries like something impending with it it's based on previous knowledge which is not like the best way to go about something but if it was something where we could regardless of whether or not we knew what was going on figure out that this would be like kind of a bad world ending thing. really bad yeah that's what i'm saying there's not yeah. enough like suspense there for like like i know i mean i know these people's intentions are are bad yeah but but yeah but it's not like we've seen there's like a a partial uh, like a a, a drawing that's like oh it looks like the death star and they're making the death star you know like Like what's the specific reason that if uh, characters that we love in this show got put into these hands that they're in this specific danger right like we don't have that it's just like it's dangerous but (laughs) and again i feel like we should be reinforcing the idea that we did at the beginning of this season which is like are we are we soldiers or are we just normal people right because right. this is also something that comes up in this episode again, obviously. Um, I, I feel, let me say one thing yes. and then we can move on. Um, I feel like comparing this suspenseful, like, ooh, are they going to get them or are they not? Like, it's Omega's kind of up on the table now. Like, last season it was like, we don't want them to get Omega because we we clearly understand that she has have a past of being experimented on and that's exactly what they would be doing to her. Like, because they want her DNA, basically, and they want to kill her all that kind of stuff like that was apparent that was clear that like she's either going to be you know with her new family living her life thriving or she's gonna be a lab going back to what she was doing and then dying basically so like that was very clear we didn't want that to happen and like not that i want them to go (laughs) to this secret facility but like yeah there's no clear this is what's going to happen to them if this happens or this is what's going to happen in omega specifically if this happens you know yeah it feels like it lacks sort of a sense of like personal yes interpersonal drama i guess not that we it's like a very general threat all the time yeah uh and they don't even really know about it which is challenging yeah um i've thought for sure we are gonna get some stuff but like i guess kind of along the lines of that and what i was saying earlier it's almost like i wish that this threat was more obvious yeah. and like more hinted at and they knew it because then it would push them to again have to have these conversations about who they are and who they want to be exactly that's yeah. the conflict that i'm looking for precisely anyway so let's move on to and the next we go, and we go on to a next other part right so the non-batch part non-batch part uh third part yeah. um which is echo right and they get mm-hmm. back to coruscant they're still in the martez's uh sort of bay loading bay that yeah. they i guess they just hang out in Okay, so we get this next part, mm-hmm. which is, as you said, once again, not batch-related. <laughs> uh, I don't know, again, why we needed this part, except for it's kind of nice. This is why, I mean, like, it was good to see this, I guess, but I guess this, this is-, is why I feel like this episode is basically like, oh, yeah, and then this happened, and then also this happened. You need to know this for later. And I'm like, oh, okay, like... <laughs> It felt a little whiplashy. Yeah, I think it's hard because, like, this was nice to, I guess, have a little thing that wasn't, like, a super action-y part. But, like, the, the Again, things... the contrast that we were hoping for that wasn't action-y was, like, the Batch on Pabu. Yeah. Because that's, like, the point of Pabu. I'm going to say the Batch on podcast. I'm like, that's us. <laughs> like, I don't know. It, it's it's nice to see Chuchi again. It's mm-hmm. nice to see that she's kind of, like, really doubled down in her, like, efforts to help clones to the point where she's, like, helping this sort of, like, underground resistance yeah. sort of thing. It really just feels like it's a part to communicate this information of, like, we got the data, but it's encrypted. And Echo's like, I know someone who can help. And also the like, I guess we learned that like, they're they've been looking for this because this is when we learned that the the clones have been taking being taken away and not returning. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like that could have been gotten that in a conversation elsewhere. Yeah, or in some data elsewhere or whatever. Again, it's so hard because I assumed that's what was happening. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Just season one of the show was so snappy and like nothing was um, felt gratuitous or unnecessary. And I'm not saying that this like season is bad or anything, but like it's it's just different. A little bit different. It's not what I had expected. Yeah, I yeah. And again, it's not bad. I just think it's really different. And I've talked about this at some point on this show this season where it's like it's probably really hard again yeah. i don't super know because i've yeah. never written tv before again <laughs> we're not experts <laughs> we have a lot of experience being we're creative we're creative people um, but we're yeah in the industry you know experience that being said <laughs> transitional p 
pieces are are difficult yeah to, of course to i don't know write and create and like i feel like very rarely is like the second thing in like let's say a trilogy uh, uh the best that it can be yeah, yeah yeah it's just because like you know you're transitioning from one thing to the next and it's kind of like a thoroughfare of ideas and yes. i feel like you know very rarely is that's the a good way thing. to put it a thoroughfare of ideas we're just going yeah. shooting us down someplace yeah uh so that being said i get why this is like different than the first season and mm-hmm. i'm i'm really happy that the first season was as like well produced and like mm-hmm. snappy as it was because i think like that's what hooked people mm-hmm. and again they absolutely have the ability to do that. Yeah. Uh, our crosshair episode was a shining example uh, uh, of that. Amazing. They Beautiful. Are, they can be extremely snappy, extremely like metaphorical and like poetic with the writing yes. and like, you know, the visuals and stuff. It's just that like, I guess that's not always what they want, which is really interesting to think about. Or just like it couldn't happen in, in this specific episode yeah. or whatever. Like, again, I'm not, <laughs> we're not saying that it's uh, bad or yeah. uh, unfun or anything. It's actually but. really fun. It's just interesting from like an analytical point of view yeah. that it is definitely like thematically and like feeling a little different mm-hmm. than like mm-hmm. originally. And granted, the season is not out yet. So I actually was like kind of disappointed that we didn't get to watch more episodes today. Yeah. I think because it kind of just like this episode in particular was really transitional. It so, was really like, transitional. So it was just like, okay, we've set this piece up. We set this piece up. We set this piece up. And then next week. And it's I like, like, oh, it but felt I like, want it now. Though. It felt like it was five minutes and it, it wasn't. Did. Yeah, it did. I was like, oh, this episode is going to be super long because <laughs> like, you know, we got to set all this stuff up, stuff up. And yeah. then like, you know, we're going to pay it off. And then they're like, actually, no, we're going to save that for next week. And I'm yeah. like, I don't, I want all but right. I want it now. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so right, we had this. I don't know. A, a conversation with Echo and Chuchi. Echo obviously goes off to see the batch. Yeah. But before that, we go back to <laughs> Crosshair. Back to Crosshair. I think this is why it became a little trying to me because again, yeah. I think I would have put the Pabu stuff first or some of it. First. I would have at least put it second for the contrast between like action. Yeah, with I would have put it then... more towards the beginning. Yes. It's it's good to see Crosshair and it's good to know that like I would have at least saved this attempt, this escape attempt that he has for mid episode somewhere. Yeah. I and we've talked about this before and I think our last season is that when episodes start without the batch in them, it's always really interesting because yeah. I feel like it signals like a different type of episode. Mm-hmm. And this is that type of episode where it's like you know it's really fast paced it's like kind of got a lot of pieces with it it's not necessarily like 100% about the batch I just wish that like maybe in this instance we had a different sort of shuffle of pieces well again I mean the show is about the batch and like everything is setting up the conflict here like that's what the point of it is so it's hard to just be like let me just like real quick set up the conflict in real like four really snappy sort of like moments here and then we'll get to the batch as if they're sort of like the main course. Yeah. Whereas I, I think it serves the narrative better and like the suspense a little bit better uh, and the pacing of the episode if you kind of have them peppered in and like, again, they're kind of just hanging out right now. So like, yeah. I don't want to spend like a thousand years just hanging out with them yeah. in this episode. Because we did that the entire last episode. Yeah. Um. But again, I don't know. Like we have this crosshair escape attempt and then after uh, this happens we jump to Pabu. And then I think later on in this episode, they are talking about this like message that Crosshair tried to get to them before he was gassed out. Um, sure, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I would have loved if like, there was a little more immediacy with that. where like, while we're on Pabu with the batch, they received this. Yeah. I would have, I was thinking about that too. You I'm know? surprised they didn't even play it. Yeah, exactly. Isn't that wild? It's weird. Yeah. So I guess all that to say, Crosshair's escape attempt, right? Which like I thought during this part that that woman with the insane glasses that would give me a migraine. Uh, what is her name? Uh, Car uh, something. Uh, uh, Emery Car. It's that one. Oh, I was like Emily. <laughs> Emily. Her name is just Emily. She. I thought she was like doing a sneaky, like she was I a double she agent was too, because it was a little bit too convenient that she like I don't know felt bad for him and then was yeah like, she was like well he yeah and then and then shot him up with something right where mm-hmm. he was like a little awake and then like she was some like, sort of back to something or whatever yeah 
I thought you said back to something. No, the future. <laughs> back to the future drugs. Um, and then she's like, oh, you can you go like make sure his restraints are good? Like yeah. I, it almost felt like she knew, right, that he was going to like that stormtrooper was going to put the gun on the table and the crosshair would get also, it. Also, can we talk about how dumb the stormtrooper I love that they're like going out of their way to be like, these guys are dumb, dumb shits. <laughs> like, it makes sense. But yeah, the stormtrooper totally puts his gun on the table to like lean down and uh fasten something and it's just like it's my time yeah i just like i I don't know i was like oh is she she's a double agent i thought so and then she's like please don't do this and i'm like there's no wink there's no like i can help you it was just like you're not going to get out of this alive and then he just like stuns her yeah which i don't know i maybe she is a double agent maybe she's just very sneaky about it but like i guess we'll see in the finale but like (laughs) other the other thing i can think of is just that like she is kind of attached to him because like maybe she's been i don't know experimenting on him for a while yeah it's weird it's very weird but like i don't know that's the only other thing i can think of yeah for sure i don't or maybe they're setting her up to defect at some point yeah but again it's hard with this episode because i feel like everything is set up which like i know we're going into a season finale so like there should be things that are set up but maybe we should have like also been taking the things that we set up earlier Uh, in the season i was gonna say um I just don't feel like other than her being like another scientist and part of the empire, we don't know anything about her. And I don't I'm think like, we would need her to be like an actual character. Well, yeah, but I mean like it's kind of, it seems like they're setting her up to do something. To do something. Yeah. So I'm like, it would be nice to know who she is at just a skosh before this. Cause I literally, we only know that she's works for the empire, what her name is and that she's a scientist. That's like all we know. Yeah. And we don't even, yeah, it's, um, it's interesting anyway. So he stuns her. Mm-hmm. Um, which I like that he stuns her and kills the other people. Um, <laughs> He's like, I don't kill women. <laughs> and then escapes down the corridor, right? And so he uh, ends up going to like a terminal and is like uh, attempting to send a message, mm-hmm. which we hear part of. Which is a, a big part of it is saying plan, plan 88, 88, which we haven't heard, I don't think. No. Before this, this is new to us. Okay. Yeah, no, I don't think we've heard like a specific number or whatever previously. And then <laughs> we were talking about this as being like a deeply insane thing to have in someone's workspla- uh, workspace. Mm-hmm. But uh, he does, you know, suddenly gas starts filling the chamber. And I'm like, this is bananas. <laughs> it's not even like, <laughs> it's like green. Like it's like yeah, the weirdest like, color um, too. It's like pea soup color. <laughs> split pea steam (laughs) really noxious fumes um but yeah and so he's like kind of like dazed and is like being you know uh, is on the way of uh to to passing out when who walks in but our like nasty fellow dr hemlock and i and then he pulls like a weird like a princess bride and is like i I have a resistance (laughs) to iocane powder yeah like uh, first of all does again does he sit in a room with this like nasty soup gas once a day for two hours like he just like it's had time for my soup gas soup time <laughs> like it just he has a level of weird I... that charles did not have because like charles felt like he was trying so hard to be like the best straight a student but he was like a little unhinged charles was like i i think just like i'm i i'm not like I love doing evil things. I will do evil things for my own benefit, yeah. which is kind of the best villain, I think, because it's just like they're so selfish and like, yeah, so to them, just, it's it's yeah. doing the wrong thing for the right. Their reasons. motivations are so awful that they're like, it's not so much that like I find joy in killing people. Yeah. It's like I just I, I don't know. You're a means to an end, whatever. This man is like, I create my own poison and I, <laughs> I am, and I and I inhale and I, it. <laughs> yeah, and then I I put it in all the rooms in this facility. That so was that no the, one feels safe working here. <laughs> no, seriously, that was the weirdest part to me that like all of a sudden and I'm like, is this like a safety measure that you guys have? Are all of you like, are all the like research staff immune to this or is it just you, my guy? Yeah. Like Charles was like a chess nerd who <laughs> ha- was like evil. Yeah. This guy is like someone who will be a serial killer. He's like, I'm going to kill you and I'm also going to really enjoy it the whole time. Yeah. yeah. He's like it's someone really who gross. takes joy in like hurting things. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. He's a lot, a lot. And again, I think this is why he kind of comes off as a caricature. I'm interested to see where he goes. It feels like he's just going to get killed. Unlike with Charles, I feel like I don't have a, a, a straight like 
yeah, I feel like his story is going here, which like, to be fair, we were kind of wrong. Well, we were wrong up until this we're point with, wrong. with Rampart because we didn't get to see him come unhinged. We well, might later. I would love if, sorry, continue it, what you're going to say. Like, I don't know. There, but there was just, just like a, he's this kind of character. And so like, according to that archetype, it's likely that we'll see him, you know, he's calm and cool and collected now. And like, he's just going to become more and more unraveled. Um, this guy, I feel like, yeah, most of the archetypes that are this, uh, character generally end up dying as a result of their own sort of like, uh, fucked up itness. Yeah. 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 They accidentally poison, poison themselves. Or they fall into their own vat of like toxic, toxic acid. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, that kind of thing. So, but like, we'll see what happens there. Yeah. I just, uh, what I was going to say is I would love if like, because again, I don't, I don't really have a direction for Hemlock. He just seems like a creep. Yeah. Um. I would love if Charlie just decided to come back and like shot him in the back. <laughs> that would be so good. <laughs> just again, he's like, no, no, no. This is my. This is I'm there. I'm the villain. No, it's me. <laughs> it's my we story. Do, we do this dance. <laughs> you don't even know their names. <laughs> you bitch. I covered up their murder that I was supposed to do and then didn't. <laughs> and then we'll do now. But we'll do now. <laughs> and they're like, oh come on, Charlie. <laughs> he's like, I promise. I anyway. swear. And they're like, that's what we were missing. For the m- millionth time this episode i miss charlie rampart we say this every episode and we've said this every episode since he left hashtag charlie Ram- admiral charlie rampart we miss him we miss him where is he have Good. you seen my son <laughs> anyway so yeah he he gets a message uh, crosshair gets a message out to the batch uh, and then we finally see the batch and uh, and they're on pabu of course and it's like a fun good happy time which i a great time I, they're rebuilding I get that they're fishing our things that we talk about there is contrast to the situation that crosshair finds himself in and what we see the batch doing i don't feel like that is as strong of a contrast than it is with echo because at this point in time crosshair isn't really a foil to the batch at the moment no. not like he was in the last season no where a contrast like that would make sense would be like wow this guy's really in a sticky situation if he just played his cards right he could have been on fucking paradise but he's not you know yeah uh that's less of the focus yeah it just, so it just is like a part to a part it again i feel like it has a lot of like we said in the meaning. beginning of this season um i i think the like conflict of this episode or this season was going to be like do we bunker down and like save our family immediate family here yeah. or do we you know turn around and do good for the people around us that aren't our immediate family i guess yeah and, and we've gotten a little bit of that but it's mostly been just kind of like passing conversations like i think hunter and echo have a conversation uh in this episode um but (laughs) it's not i don't know nothing really i i wish we had more time for those conversations i think is also a lot of last episode would be a great time for that (laughs) yeah because there were so much downtime in that episode and again i i wish that was more of an interpersonal thing than it was a natural disaster thing yeah um because it just felt like a thing that happened Yeah. yeah and like this part is really cute like it's fun that like we specifically get to see that like Wrecker is really like ingratiated himself into yeah. this community and that it's really sweet and that like the mayor is like, oh yeah, like people really like rely on him here and that's like really nice. Yeah. And you know, we get to see Liana again and then we get this fun part with Tech and Omega flying on yeah, the Yeah, this part was really sweet and really fun. I enjoyed this part a lot. We do. I just, I don't know. Like it's fun. I, it's fun to see more of Tech again. I, I feel like it's nice to see them like outside of like life or death situations and being able to enjoy themselves. And we have again, this sort of like teacher tech we saw in the the first episode of the season sort of coming back. Yes. Uh, And he's, you know, teaching Omega to sort of do this shut up and drive Tokyo drift (laughs) type flying that we all love. And then while they're flying, they do get like a proximity alert and Omega it's very, it's very cute that she gets so excited. Yeah. No, it's exactly what I wanted to say. She gets so excited just to even do the like call signs. Yeah. And then like echo, is like oh i see you're keeping up with your lessons yeah she's like yeah of course like that's you can hear it in his voice yeah he's excited mama is back (laughs) back. (laughs) like i i appreciate that i think it's really cute again i like this part i just perhaps the pieces could have been shuffled around a little bit yeah i i I, like i had i really wish the last episode would have been a kind of a back and forth too between like the whatever the empire is up to so we could have like maybe skipped some of those parts in this episode and what the batch was up to yeah you know what i mean yeah it feels like we should have maybe gotten some empire stuff yeah peppered in yes through previous episodes it's interesting too because we have to like you know they both land omega and echo get well 
Hunter and Echo get sort of a moment, which is nice. They do their um their high sort five. of high five that you do <laughs> when, when you you're sort of platonic your... space partner. <laughs> and when, yeah, when you haven't seen your wife, your space wife, <laughs> you in high so five long, you just high five them. So that's really cute. I like that we kind of like get this little like. I don't know. I like reunions. I think it's really adorable. Mm-hmm. And I like that Omega gets really excited. She like jumps in Echo's arms. Yeah. It's very cute. We love it. Um, I would have been disappointed if she had done anything less. Yeah. Can you imagine if she just went up to him and was it's just, just like, like, hi, hey, what's up? How the heck are you? And he's just like, this is weird. Yeah. No, she's, she's, you know, still Omega and yeah, she's still course. so, so cute. And I love that he's like, it hasn't been that long. And she's yeah. like, felt like it. But we also have to catch Echo up on like what happened. And he's like, I'm surprised you're not with Sid. And they're like, ah. We're I, not really I love hanging out with Sid anymore. That, <laughs> I love the fact that they were like, we're going to ghost her. And she's just like, I'm threatening you. And they're like, we can't hear you. We're on Pabu. Yeah. They didn't even like tell her where they are. They either. weren't so even it's like, not like you know she what? can do anything with this fucking information. Yeah. Which like is smart on their part. But I love that they're like, we're, we don't really care. Like we're done working for you. You've you, you burned our, I mean, the bridge. Yeah. <laughs> we're done and we've been talking about this because we've been watching gossip girl in our <laughs> free time uh xoxo gossip girl but i feel like if you take sort of the power out of the person blackmailing you and you're like this doesn't matter to me then they have like literally zero power over you this is a little bit different yeah. in this situation because sid has legit information on them and they're not in an not upper east side new york elite yeah um but i feel it's like not um you slept with my boyfriend it's like uh they're here like, you can kill them the here. nazis yeah. are after you but they like i mean in them not caring her her leverage loses value yeah and they, she also doesn't know where they are so even if she's like yeah i worked with these clone guys i feel like the empire would be like okay where, where are, are they, they? And she's, she's like, like i don't know. know they kind of ghosted me after i it's been like a month <laughs> <laughs> after i threatened them very openly <laughs> after i left them on a planet that with i was boy sure, mine. With a boy mine <laughs> they're like okay this was unhelpful thank they're you like wow we're gonna leave i feel like they would just arrest sid for like whatever they wanted oh they'd like, fuck her over yeah, yeah for sure. like i just i don't even feel like her information is that good at this point that it could get her anything yeah and then we get another oh, i forgot about this because it's the return of fucking governor tarkin mr liver spots as we call him because we corpse he's serving he's it's giving corpse (laughs) um we have yet another part with fucking uh, dr hemlock i almost called him dr wayland um that's a better (laughs) name wayland is a name (laughs) and hemlock is a thing yeah um where he is talking in his deeply depressing office to tarkin so there's not not a window to be seen this is like the office you give to the the middle manager you don't like yeah (laughs) i know they're in an underground sort of mountainside uh thing there are windows in the in the facility though we've seen some even charlie's office had a window charlie's office was boring as hell but it had a great view not a window (laughs) they're like you we're not giving you a window (laughs) you suck Um, i prefer to be in darkness so tarkin is talking about these like rogue clones and you know how he's concerned about this information leaking yeah um they do mention something about the summit which i think is really funny because last episode when we were looking at the season finale episodes (laughs) one of them is called the summit and you're like like a political summit and i'm like no like a mountain summit and we were i was wrong and you were slightly more right right than (laughs) i don't think it's a political summit i think it's more of like a work retreat summit but (laughs) well summits aren't really work retreats no Uh, i would say they're just more work um work wink retreat you know you could you could say it's a summit of a mountain uh metaphorically (laughs) (laughs) okay um in a way you know yeah in a way (laughs) but yeah they have this interesting conversation that i honestly really wasn't sure what to make i don't at the moment because it was number one so vague a little weird (laughs) and number two like tarkin is like i don't like i just don't want people disobeying us like we need to like strengthen our grip on things and we can't have people we can't have people yeah. see dissidents right yeah and uh dr hemlock is like no i totally get that but like i think I if you give them to me it'll be way better than just like, yeah, like getting rid of them and i'm like how would that be better than just <laughs> killing them like again i think it's hinting at like what they're doing here which like my thought is that they're just like brainwashing people and just like giving their brain a hard reset because like i don't know they kind of hinted at but stuff like that with crosshair but like but we failed to like establish that like oh hey we need actually more skilled people because we're running out of skilled people who've been trained because we have to keep hiring these dumbasses so that um people won't rebel because their friends and family are in the military basically yeah it's 
it's challenging. Also, yeah, I like that Dr. Hemlock is like, yeah, I think there's a better way. We can just like... But what is that? <laughs> yeah, it's like instead hey, of hey, killing Royce, them, what is like, that? Your whole deal, you guys, is killing just, people. A lot of people. I think you just want to be weird and creepy. I think he does. But we also get... Oh, who says this? We also get... Um, oh, later on when Tech is talking to them, mm-hmm. is that this guy was like a part of the imperial like science whatever and they like didn't like him i missed that part maybe okay give me a second yeah okay so um oh i remember I was it was making an asd, ASD joke, joke. <laughs> yeah okay because i said autism spectrum disorder <laughs> as i say as your tism friend because they said of course you remember the advanced science division they said of course asd and you're like of course autism spectrum disorder <laughs> like of course um yeah that's when they're talking about that um they, that he he did like remember he was doing like a nazi scientist thing but he was like way way out of left field and they oh, hated yes. him so they got rid of him yeah, yeah like yeah, he's yeah, so yeah. bad that the fucking advanced science division was like we don't want it's this like one. actually you can um, leave okay yeah. he was oh excuse me it was the republic science court that he was expelled from um for his quote unorthodox experiments yeah, yeah, yeah. anyway okay. so this guy is already the weirdest person yeah. in the world we've established that he's bad yeah and bad so like we don't bears. and we just still don't we don't know what he's doing um <laughs> so we have an incredibly vague conversation with tarkin again he kind of like leads us in a way that we will understand more of this in the next episodes i hope and then we go back to pabu <laughs> yeah where we have probably one of the more interesting conversations between um rex i'm sorry not rex uh, echo and hunter yeah um they talk about rex and what echo and rex have been doing um and i, I like this uh delineation that echo makes when they're talking about it like echo's basically like yeah we've been helping the clones get out and like saving them and stuff and hunter's like you know the the empire's really powerful like i don't know like how easily we can defeat it but echo's like it's not really about defeating the empire at this point it's just about helping like their brothers yeah. it's just about getting them out um so. i also really like the language in this conversation because i like it i'd like to see that hunter has decided in his brain at least that what echo is doing is not what they are doing yeah obviously that's true but like i think it's kind of speaks to more of like a, an emotional thing right because mm-hmm. of this conversation of staying on pabu and whatever and he's obviously like talked already to the mayor about how like you know we're soldiers maybe we should we, you know stuff mm-hmm. follows us we can't really settle down yeah. and the mayor obviously is like are you really soldiers which is a great which is a great point to bring up we've yeah. been talking about it this whole time yeah. but it's interesting to see that uh hunter has kind of decided in his brain that what echo is doing is not what they're kind of about at yeah. this point in time because he's like echo what you're doing it can't you know it won't last long like yeah you know it's a very short road what you're doing mm-hmm. because I, it's also interesting to see that hunter is kind of like we're not we cannot beat the empire like it's yeah like it's interesting that like <laughs> and maybe this will change over the course of the show i don't know if i really want it to change over the course of the show but it's interesting that at the moment this story is not a rebellion story oh for sure i, I think you would lose a lot of um a lot of it if you just immediately transitioned it into like a rebellion story because yeah. like it is about about these clones and from the get-go, I mean, these are different clones from, like, the regular force of clones, right? Which makes sense that, like, Hunter would be like, it's always been my squad against everyone else. Yeah. Even with, like, you know, the other clones around, like, it's always been that way. And so, like, that's going to be his first and foremost, like, priority, right? And, like, Echo, where he was part of the batch, but first he was part of, like, the main force of yeah. clones. So, like, they that's where different... his loyalties are yeah. going to always lie. Not that they're, like, contrasting like not no, that they're but like, he- like butting against each yeah. other but it's just like this is the different I-, I appreciate this like character follow through of like these two characters yeah this is their stories and, and they uh, aligned with that they're not just like yeah let's get together and fight the empire and we're gonna yeah. win yeah it doesn't like feel like it's going to resolve itself in kind of like not a not a cheap way but like an easy way and again I appreciate that Star Wars stories have have evolved over time mm-hmm. and that that is not necessarily like the story that we're telling at this moment. Yeah. Um, and I appreciate that. And I do really like, as you said, the sort of like consistency of character here, because <laughs> I feel like even in the last season with Echo, we talked about kind of the concept of like, he was regular military essentially. Yeah. And like, it's a lot harder for him to be part of the batch and to go against like, you know, what was the Republic and, you know, to, to potentially join sides with the Separatist is like an entire episode from the last yeah. season because he has a lot different connection to what those things mean. Mm-hmm. And so it's interesting 
that um yeah we're getting to see it again here where he like he is kind of like born and bred to be regular military and Mm -hmm. he also is inherently good and he wants to help yeah not that the others aren't but i think that like it's different the question of identity is so much different with them because i don't think that they were ever given like a strict we are like soldiers of the republic and this is what we do and like we have a billion different stories pointing to how we've done that and we've worked with jedi and like they've taught us about the republic and why it's important that we do what we do like the batch was basically called in when like they couldn't get it done so like we're gonna have these specialists come in like they were kind of just like i don't know you're just the guys that do stuff for us yeah not that they didn't have a loyalty yeah not that they didn't have a loyalty to the republic but like it doesn't seem to be in their blood so much as the regular clones yeah and like also the fact that they were kind of like othered amongst exactly. the clones that like yeah. they're obviously very insular and they're very loyal to each other but yeah. there's just not a lot of them right yeah. and again their experiences were different so you know it makes sense that echo a lot of his drive is like i want to make sure that i'm like out there like helping our brothers basically because they are important to yeah them. basically they don't have an identity of fallback on the way echo does yeah where like you know he he can find what he liked about being part of the the republic and being part of this grand family of soldiers like hunter and the rest of the batch can't do that they're yeah. not like oh yeah remember how great it was when we were bullied every day yeah. and had to do dangerous shit yeah because no one else could and we were like made <laughs> different yeah yeah uh yeah so this is a nice conversation and i think we get do we get a a hunter shoulder touch again i think i think we might yeah, not, i can't I remember. remember i know he does it I, either when they when echo first gets there or during this conversation yeah it's interesting though that i just i like that hunter is like kind of like yeah maybe you should reconsider yeah i mean um, like I, they like echo they miss him yeah it's i don't his know space wife yeah I like. I desperately wish that Echo would come back into this show regularly. Maybe he will. I don't know. But like, this is honestly the best sort of conflict because like it's, it's like, do you want this character to follow what they want to do, like in their heart and in their bones, or do you want them yeah. to be together and happy? Like yeah. that. I don't know. That's a very good conflict to set up, and yeah. I, I really appreciate yeah. that. And I'm interested to see like potentially how those two things could align at yeah. some point or maybe not and or maybe like, they don't maybe they go the opposite ways yeah. we don't know like it's it that's could be anything incredibly interesting and intriguing yes. to me and also then kind of going through this uh because tech calls them back to the mm-hmm. ship is that like now we have this added sort of rogue element of crosshair is like kind of back in the mix yeah like he hasn't been a concern for them this entire season which like is justified right because yeah. he's been kind of completely off the radar he's not actively trying to kill them or sway them to the empire and like charlie kind of hasn't really been after them mm-hmm. for a while for reasons that we've talked about to ad nauseum <laughs> for reasons that um, because he's got arrested because he, <laughs> he got arrested he got you know double crossed in front of the senate no less by sheev but fuck what was i talking about <laughs> Um, crosshairs being back in the mix oh yeah so we have this like additional thing so tech uh, i like that it says tech summons them Mm -hmm. um he has uh, decrypted this information that echo got this partial information that echo got from this imperial ship um and he then explains all this stuff to us which like again i it was a little bit of an info dump moment and i was like this feels really exposition heavy i feel like you kind of peppered this in Uh, yeah and again i i feel like they should have gotten the transmission during this part so it was like a surprise and then they should have heard it yeah i'm i'm just a big fan of like because i would have loved to hear it showing and not a telling exactly and i would love to see their reactions to this yeah and again i just i i think it adds another element like a layer to the storytelling of being able to like hear something and getting kind of like that transmission we had with sid where it was kind of like scratchy and it made it really ominous so good like i think something you can do a lot with these transmissions where it adds an interesting emotional flavor because of the way that the characters are hearing Mm -hmm. it and i feel like that could have added like if we got to hear like if they got to hear the way that crosshair said it because they do obviously talk about like oh, do you think this means that Crosshair is like 100% flipped on the Empire? Yeah, because and Tech he, is like, I'm pretty sure. It says that it, uh, Crosshair's old code with a message, uh, Plan 88, which like earlier in this Wikipedia page, you can, it has a like a link to yeah. it, which apparently it means, which again, we don't get this exposition in this episode, but yeah. the wiki says, Plan 88, also known as the Seeker, was a tactical code phrase used by Clone Force 99, signifying that they were being targeted and to hide. That's what it says. We don't get... In the episode, they say Plan 88, the Seeker, and then it says we're being... The text says we're being hunted, I think. Yeah. It's... it's, I don't know. Again, I think we could have done more of 
than just tech telling us information, especially in an episode that has had so much just like verbal exposition, lots of verbal exposition, very vague verbal exposition. I, I don't know. So I, I yeah, again, I wish maybe they could have like seen or heard Crosshair and then all had this realization of like, oh, my God, I think he's flipped on the Empire and like, oh, my God, he like needs help, presumably. Yeah. Or like, you know, he has information. This is a facility that we need to like get into. I, I feel like that would have been maybe let's like a little bit more ominous, a little bit more like cliffhangery. Uh, because as it is, we kind of just get this information. Well, we get this information. So like it seems that like what echo and his kind of network of clones now and the batch their their targets are kind of lining up they're like okay we're both interested in this research facility for different reasons but like this is where we're kind of pointed to and but that's kind of where that ends there and then we just get another part on wayland which like this is also kind of unnecessary to me this felt a lot more gratuitous oh this is when he just gets uh tortured again yeah he just gets a little tortured again i'm like okay leaving off on like him being poisoned by the gas and then just like disappearing that i don't know i think that adds more suspense because we've already seen him get like tortured in this episode we know that they're gonna do that to him we know that they can and will i don't really know what this did except for like remember the guy that we're talking about it's this one it's this guy I also guess, uh this hemlock is here and he's smiling because he loves cause torture he, it I was guess. really nasty I, yeah I, I, other than basically th- them showing us that crosshair is um totally like d- doesn't like the empire like he's not trying to trick the batch he's not going to give them up like other than that but like he's been given multiple opportunities to do so and we haven't seen him be broken thus far even when like it was flipped and he was going after the batch and the batch was trying to convince him to not like he was still very resolute and like I'm gonna do this so we know that he is that way so I don't think we needed another like okay yeah he's not gonna flip on the badge like I know that we yeah. know that yeah it, it felt like I guess egregious like it just didn't need to be there yeah um I think maybe uh ending off on them talking about like or like getting this transmission and having that be sort of the like oh god like we need to yeah you know do something about this the be that be the sort of ending moment yeah. i feel like could have been maybe a little bit better a little but, more punchy i think yeah uh but that and that was this episode that's, that's it. it which is crazy it ended i'm like what yeah i yeah i have mixed emotions about this episode again i feel like we say this all the time where it's like a lot of times these are really really like they're fun episodes but like and i think a lot of that is the fact that for the most part the characters at this point are like generally enjoyable always to watch yeah it's a fun episode like it's never like oh this was boring and i hated it (laughs) (laughs) yeah no for sure and like not to shit on clone wars but there's a lot of those episodes sometimes oh there's full episodes of clone wars that i don't Don't watch watch, like i'm not entertained by this i don't like that's droid centric jar jar centric or political centric i generally don't watch yeah but but like they're safe to say there's no um there's no episodes of this show that I don't think I'd watch again. Yeah, for sure. No, like they're all like definitely entertaining. It's just hard. It is hard uh, at this point, obviously not knowing what's going to happen, just being like chill with this like extremely transitional episode. Yeah. Um. And again, I think when the season closes, um, we're going to do a, a recap episode just to be able to look at the season yeah. as a whole. Um, because I think that's an important part of like storytelling and, uh, something that you lose between like weekly episodes. Yeah. Uh, so we will see next week. I'm how, just how they pull the linchpin here. Hoping that Charlie comes back. He like kicks the door down. <sighs> if we don't see him in the finale, I'm really, I'm really going to be confused. I'm really, I'm, and mostly that's just me wanting to see Rampart again. I just like, I, I would be flabbergasted if he, if that was his like exit stage left and we never saw him. It again. just, it's so confusing to me because I feel like they were setting up this whole, like he's got to keep it a secret that the badge is still alive, which like could have been turned into him helping them in some way or like at least not being on the side of just like, Oh, you just need to die. Whatever. I don't know. Like it, he could have had he some was development. Put, he was put into a really interesting uh, position and then he was just like he was erased. Like, <laughs> yeah, and and like the only thing I can think of, which like I would be sad if this is true, and I don't think it's true because again, like if there was if it's no sheer Dalal, right, is the voice actor. Yeah. If if he had for some reason, oh yeah, could, maybe he couldn't had to be leave. on the show anymore. <laughs> yeah. But like per contracts, I don't think that's super possible. 
Yeah. I don't know. You know, it's not like he did a, a Gina Carano, you know? <laughs> yeah, he didn't uh, tweet some... Uh, problematic shit yeah, on problematic Twitter. problematic stuff that um, broke contract. Yeah. Um. No, yeah. I, 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 I There has to be... All that to say, there has to be some plan here. Especially <laughs> since when he was arrested, I mean, we do have that line of like, but I was following orders. Yeah. But here's the thing. The person that that means the most to is Crosshair. And he wasn't fucking in that episode whatsoever. <laughs> he wasn't. So we, it's not like, oh... Charlie Rampart served the the um he like role of like somewhere. teaching Crosshair something yeah. in his downfall but like again Crosshair was nowhere and we haven't had like a a conversation with Crosshair with somebody where he's just like yeah my my boss got <laughs> boss got arrested for the same thing that I, I believe got... in <laughs> hey, hey I, I do, do that, that. <laughs> no, like we don't get this at all which is really intriguing to me and confusing but so. like so it feels like because of that that like that there's is some unanswered to teach yeah like that was for Charlie <laughs> a, a, an important yeah. realization right yes. which means that potentially god fingers crossed hopefully <laughs> he's going to come back in a in a some way I'd love if he was unhinged, but maybe he'll flip. Who knows? I, yeah, this is a uh, challenging. He's gonna come back as like a super liberal socialist. He like <laughs> he's like he got reformed in guys. prison. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, listen, I did some dumb shit, and I'm here to say sorry for it, and also fight for freedom. But also, the government and capitalism <laughs> is gonna fuck you over if you trust it. Don't put your faith in it. I'm Charlie Rampart. <laughs> I was an admiral, now disgraced. I yeah. I mean, I really still want to watch him become unhinged. But <laughs> I do too. I'm so fascinated and Inhi- very unhinged worried. in a socialist way. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Unhinged for the for the right reasons. <laughs> Com- Comrade Charlie <laughs> Rampart. Comrade Rem- Rampart. Comrade Rampart. <laughs> oh my god. All right, uh, I can't believe he's hoping to for Comrade Rampart. Um, fingers that's crossed. That's really hard to say. It is really hard to say. <laughs> um, I guess we'll have to find out next week. Eh? We will find out next week. Fucking crazy that that's the season finale. All right, that's all for this episode. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be publishing our last episode for this season next Monday. So join us next time for episodes 15 and 16, The Summit and Plan 99. Uh, You can find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and also Instagram and Twitter at The Batch Pod. So if you like stories and you like Star Wars, then tune in for the next episode of The Good, The Bad, and The Batch. Bye. Bye.